Welcome to Empowering Honesty, the podcast where we have honest and candid conversations about life as millennial women. I'm your host, Jillian, and with my co-host, Courtney, together we'll be sharing our experiences of motherhood, adult friendships, our personal mental health struggles, marriage, navigating relationships, and embracing our sexuality in our 30s. We've created this space to have real, authentic conversations about the ups and downs of life as millennial women, exploring the importance of embracing self-care, nurturing our weaknesses, and owning our desires. In each episode, we'll explore our own stories and insights, as well as curated guests who can provide us with valuable advice and guidance. Our goal is to empower and support you, our listeners, to be honest with yourself and those around you, to build a community of women who are all in this together. You just love that, don't you? I do. I was thinking of new songs that I could use. I don't think I'd used that one yet, had I? You did. Guess. No. You totally did. Eminem, did I? Yeah. Oh my God, my memory's horrible. No, it's okay. (laughs) Hello. So. Is it me you're looking for? (laughs) 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 Sorry, everyone. Oh God, Uh, (laughs) yes, yes. You never know what you're going to get here. No, definitely not. We have the dogs joining us today, which I'm very happy about. Yeah, there's two. So if you hear me screeching and hollering, (laughs) it's because... They're being annoying, but no, they just needed to be in our presence for some no, we- for some they're reason. Just... They're missing their dad is what the problem is. So they are needing some extra snuggles. I miss, I'm missing their dad too. So oh, that's fair. <laughs> they're just trying to eat each other's faces. That's love. That's real. Sibling love. love right there. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of love, wow. we're going to talk a little bit about... A little bit about prioritizing your relationship. your relationship. And when I say relationship, I'm I'm I mean like your spouse, your boyfriend, your fiance, your girlfriend or partner life, in life, whatever it may be, prioritizing that. And um this is a subject I've wanted to talk about for a really long time because years ago, um <laughs> this acquaintance said to me And I can't remember exactly what it was, but like I was always admiring how after being together for 40 years, this woman and her husband were still so madly in love with each other. And it's just like she was always talking about like their sex life and everything like that. Just so open with everything. And she said to me that she always prioritized their marriage, relationship, whatever, even over their kids. And like that really kind of like hit me and I'm like my god we're we're raised to think that like the relationship with our children like that's supposed to be at the forefront all the time but when you think about it for the most part those kids are not here those kids are here because of the relationship that you and your partner had like my in my situation that's what it is but my kids are here with us because Brandon and I fell in love right Mm -hmm. so it's like why not nurture that relationship and like we do nurture that relationship quite often like we just celebrated 18 years together and I think the dogs are gonna have to go in here if you listened and we're good <laughs> it's just progressing and i'm trying so hard not to laugh and no <laughs> and we're not talking about anything funny but it's just like <laughs> oh my god anyways 
we nourish our relationship. We do. We take these days where sometimes I'll have a day off and like he'll be going to work and I'll call him like an hour later and be like, do you have to work today? Can you come home? Can we have like a day date? And like just little things like that. And like we take time to go on vacation solo together. We have at home date nights if we can't make it out of the house where we'll just be like, okay, kids, go hide in your room. We're going to have dinner <laughs> together. Like just like little things like that. And I mean, like, do I know whether that's something that has kept our relationship strong? Maybe. But at I, the same time, it's it like, not? exactly, exactly. I feel like when it comes down to it, it probably is because when I go a long time without having any kind of connection like that with him, I, I do miss it. It like, creates a disconnect. Yeah. Like this. So he left last week to go to Newfoundland with the two boys and his grandfather and one of his best friends. And I said to him the night before he left, I was like, this is like the longest that we've ever been been away from one another we're going to be away from each other for two weeks and i was thinking about that we've been together 18 years and this is the longest we've been away from each other (laughs) like that is crazy but it's it's probably right up there because when we lived we were away from each other maybe once or twice around that time line when we were um living in alberta because um i worked at the hospital in alberta and he he was doing surveying so he would kind of have to go outside of grand prairie sometimes and sometimes he would go away for I think two or three weeks at most. Sometimes I'd try to break it up and go visit him for a little while if he wasn't too far away. But it's borderline the longest we've been away from each other. And I was like, that's pretty crazy to think that in 18 years, the longest (laughs) we've been away from each other is two weeks. But I don't know. I'm trying to think. I think the retreats I've gone on, like four days max is the longest I've been away from Rick. Yeah. Um, And we're coming up on nine years together. Yeah. Um, But no, I think that's it's such an important conversation because so much... You know, your relationship, if, if you're if you're in a partnership that has children, as soon as those children come into the picture, it changes everything. Yeah. It truly changes everything. It's not um, just you and them. Yeah. Anymore. It's you have there's this little life that requires you to survive. And it takes so much of your attention and so much of your focus. And on top of the healing that you're going through from your body, what it's been through for the last nine months, now the, you know, the the labor, the birthing and all of it and what they're going through as well through all that and not taking those moments to prioritize that relationship. And it's been it's something that the last I think it's been like six months. I say six months doesn't sound like a long time, but Rick and I have really finally shifted our focus to like. Kane's old enough now. He's very comfortable with watching Angus for a few hours. And we go out and we're like, hey, Kane, you up for some babysitting tonight? Which he loves because he's getting paid I for it. I think that's a big thing, too, is that a lot of people struggle that they don't have somebody yeah. to watch their kids or they're just not comfortable leaving their kids, which that's I mean, one. I've never had that problem. Like I've had from day one, never had the problem leaving my kids. If I needed to go somewhere and do something, I it doesn't mean I don't love them. I just don't have that I never had that anxiety about leaving my kids. Maybe maybe once, maybe once. We, we flew to Ireland when Deacon was like nine months old. I had a bit of anxiety related to leaving him, but he was breastfed and I couldn't get him to take a bottle. So there was a long <laughs> thing was with that. <laughs> but I feel like I have a very healthy detachment from my kids. And because I have that healthy detachment, I'm able to give equal amounts of me to Brandon and the kids. 
No, I, I, I feel that for sure. Um, until I went on that first retreat, that was the first time that I had actually gone away from Kane. Um, he goes to visit his bio dad yeah. um, periodically. So, you know, I've had periods of time where Kane's taken off and gone, been, been away. Um, but it was the first time I've been away from Angus. And yeah. he was only maybe like a year and a half old or yeah. something. And But it was the first time I actively on my own accord went and did something. Um but now, and and I didn't think I could. But then once I did it, now it's just easy. Yeah. And now I've been on because you can see retreats. they can survive without yeah. you. <laughs> and, and and it's and it's good for them to see that, you know, we can go and do individual things. Yeah. But it's also important that they see that, you know, their parental units, their grown ups aren't that that are in their life aren't independently operating. Solely, yeah. you know, they just exist in the same household. Like, it's yeah, important, exactly. I think, for them to see that they are, especially if they are partners, um, in a, you know, having that role, having that role model, I guess, for them to look to, like, with our relationship and stuff like yeah. that is like, I, I think that's key for sure. And how they're going to be able to navigate, like, in, in, in the future, how, how they're going to model relationships exactly is going to be exactly hugely in, in 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 you know supported on how they watched us growing up exactly so don't think of it as like taking time away from your kids and thinking that your your marriage is more important like obviously it is important but like you're teaching your kids something yeah. by doing that. So Absolutely. like if you feel guilty about going on a date night with your partner or going away for the weekend with your partner, don't think as it, oh, I'm abandoning my kids. You're teaching your kids something. You're showing your kids something. You're you're being like, look, this is our relationship. We're nurturing it. This is what a relationship is supposed to be. Totally. And I mean, if you if you don't like if you if you look at it as like a plant. You know, if you don't take care of that plant, if you don't water it, if it doesn't get enough sunshine, you don't nurture that plant, it's going to it's it's not going to thrive. Um, yeah. It may struggle on for quite some time, but I always think of that movie, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. It's like you killed our love first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just lives rent free. In, I, my head. in all honesty, I I could not compare my relationship to a plant of any sort because I don't not I do not have a green thumb. Like, I don't my either. thumb is as black. As but it's just it's just a good example yes, for people exactly. to understand. Exactly. Because I'm not good with plants either. No, it comes into my house and it's like I've got a handful that I'm like, you know, they're okay. But I I like I like the plastic ones from IKEA. Those really thrive in my house. Uh, but yeah, no, if you look at it like that, it's just yeah, taking those times to get out and be able to reconnect with your partner and having those conversations and just being able to check in and like more than just you know more than just at the end of the day when the you're both exhausted because you know yeah. you've worked all day you've had long days the kids were crazy you know the cat or the dog puked on the floor three times or you know whatever yeah. um you know. yeah because we brandon and i do spend most evenings together like this <clears throat> summer has been kind of the exception because we're just we've all been so busy doing whatever but like normally a regular day like the kids will get ready and they they're old enough now that they put themselves to bed and we sit in bed and we watch the office and like really both of us are just on our phones but I mean like that is our time together we might not communicate but like just feeling his presence there and me knowing where he is and him knowing where I am and like that's just that's just part of our routine but like I don't consider that time together necessarily no and right? that's interesting like, that's, you point that out because that time together just on your phones that's something that Rick and I've been talking about a lot lately as I saw this article and 
<laughs> oh, coffers trying to drink my coffee. <laughs> yes, baby, I love you. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I read this article. <laughs> coffers might have put the mic. Oh um, and um, I, he, he loves me. That's what this means. <laughs> he does like you. <laughs> or else he's just trying to talk to his talk to talk a fellow to dogs. <laughs> the dogs of the household. <laughs> Rejoice. Um, but yeah, so I read this article and it was talking about um, how fubbing is something that can... Fubbing. Yeah. Oh God, fubbing. here we go with the terminology. <laughs> and it's just... It, it, Back it, in my day, <laughs> I didn't know what fubbing was. It sounds sexual when you, <laughs> it does. When you say it like that. But um, but no, so it was just talking about this, this, this new coin term, fubbing, and basically it is phone snubbing. And it's when you're with someone who you are supposed to be actively engaged with, spending time together, but you're on your phone. Mm. And so many couples do this. And Rick and I used to do it all the time. And I read this article. And then interestingly, a few days later, he brought the topic up, yeah. not of fubbing because he, you know, whatever. He's just like, yeah, he's like, I guess sometimes I'm on my phone too much when we're spending time. And like, we're you know, we're hanging out at the end of the day. and Or we're always kind of like, we're watching something. And we'll be on our phones or yeah. like, you know, so totally you're totally guilty. Yeah, absolutely. Totally we guilty. all are. Right. Because that's just especially when it comes to like. the office, because the office is one of those shows that can just be on in the background and it's just therapeutic and, and for you've me. You've already watched it, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, we've been watching Bob's Burgers and I love it. And the, but the phone goes down because it's so funny. Um, but yeah, so we've been talking about this concept of fubbing, which is phone snubbing, whoever you're actively supposed to be engaged with. And all oh, the dogs are leaving. Bye. Bye, Copper. Bye, Sally. Um and we've been because we started talking about this, I told him about the article then. And then we've been more mindful of it when we're spending when we're at the end of the day, we're we're having a puff and we're spending time. Um, it's it's made us more mindful of like, you know, like, OK, I'm just going to finish this up, this up here. Yeah. And yeah. then we put the phones down and it's really it's really shifted the perspective because so often, and it happens with our children and other people in our lives too, if you're not actually actively engaged in what's happening and you're on your phone, somebody coming in is like interrupting you, it feels like an interruption. Yeah, So 100%, you're not, you're not yeah. gonna have as much patience necessarily yeah. in how you respond to them. Um, you know, you might not be as mindful the dogs are coming back. <laughs> Relentless they are. They love me. I love you too. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. No. Um, but yeah. And so Gross it's funny for I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just need the cats to come in now. But but yeah. So like we've been actively having more conversation about like making sure that we clearly we're both going to have some fiddle time on our phones. Yeah. But be yeah. more mindful of like putting the phone down when exactly. we're like we go to have a puff and we're just we'll throw some music on and we'll just that's our time to just chat and decompress the day um you know and when we're having phone time it's just like you know he's playing a game on his phone or fiddling or something and it's just like you know this is a good time that i you know i'm yeah. gonna do this whatever because we're going to do this next and it's 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 really improved things. It's encouraged our conversation so much more in our communication because that's another issue is like how often like Things are busy, and by the time you get a chance to have a discussion with your partner about anything that's been going on in the day that you want to talk about or discuss with them, you know, and if they're on their phone 
and you're trying to talk to them or, you know, vice versa. Nothing is hitting. It's like there's no, no reaction. You can just tell. They're like, no, no, I'm listening. I'm like, you're listening, but you're not. Totally. And it's like, and I'm guilty for it as well. Yeah, totally. I know. Me too. And it's that thing where like, I, I can't multitask when it comes to like talking to people or listening to people or something like that. Like I can't have music playing in the background when I'm trying to have a conversation with somebody. I can't have, you know what I mean? Like it's just, that's just an example of that. And like when I'm on my phone, if I'm doing something and kids are talking to me, I'm like, please just wait until I finish because I'm not giving you my full attention. Yeah. I just, mommy needs two minutes to finish this and then I can put this down. And it's made me be more mindful of like when I'm picking up my phone when the kids are doing stuff as well or like when the kids start talking I will I'll just put the phone down instead and the dogs are whining um God. <laughs> they're so funny um but yeah no just I I love this perspective of prioritizing your relationship because it it matters so much and it can break down so quickly to a point where it can't be repaired um you know and you just if you're not if you're not working together, you know, for as a, as a unit, yeah, you know, it's you're just working independently and individually and, you know, your independence in your relationship. Solid. It's yes, super, exactly. super important. Oh, the cats are coming. Oh, in. my God. <laughs> Literally every animal. Next thing you know, the pigs are going to be in here for Aww. Christ's sake. <laughs> Snowflake the come cow on in, come cats. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um. But yeah, no, and like date nights have been fun. Like you know, uh, Kane's been loving it because you know he's getting, he's getting some responsibility, some more, and more stuff responsibility. Like that. Yeah. He puts Angus to bed on those yeah. nights, and it's just been fun. And some nights it's just as simple as like we go. And we I was just going to say, pizza. so what is your what is your like <laughs> ideal date night? Right, like what do you guys really like to do? If you were to be like, okay, this would be this is what we got one night. We're gonna go have a date night. What are you gonna do? So ours are usually capped around the three to four hour mark because that's basically the comfort zone that Kane's at for watching yep. Angus in the evenings. Um, but you know, it's this. We usually try to not leave until close to bedtime for Angus so they're kind of at the wind down phase and then they can put a movie on in bed th- that yeah. night and then you know he gets Angus to sleep and then he can jump on the computer and play with his friends um, which he really digs <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah for us it's usually like we'll go grab a bite or like you know we'll go for a drive we'll go to the beach um, but some nights it's just as simple as like we'll order a pizza and we'll just you know have dinner alone kind of thing. Yeah. yeah like yeah. our van has a DVD player in it and we'll just like, we'll flip it into auxiliary and we'll just put the movie on and we'll oh just my eat God, our pizza. That's awesome. <laughs> like just down the road. And yeah. that's all it has to be. And yeah. It doesn't need to be some big elaborate thing. Like, no, I'll, I'll be the first to confess that like, I love big elaborate things. Like we love going dressing up and going out to fancy dinners and spending a night in the city and like renting an Airbnb. Like that's like totally our jam. But there's also been nights again where I said, we just like told the kids like hey go up to your rooms watch a movie we're gonna have a date night and yeah. kids get a little jealous because they see these big beautiful steaks like sitting on the counter and <laughs> they're like oh and there's been times we felt guilty we're like okay you guys can come down and have a bite of our steak <laughs> <laughs> then it's right back up to bed <laughs> go back and watch your movies play yeah, your games. yeah we're pretty fortunate here like we do have a relatively small house but like the kids bedrooms are all upstairs and then Brandon and I's bedroom is almost like an extension onto oh, the house. Okay. So, like, there's no kid above us. It's almost like our bedroom is its own little, like, love cool. shack. Love shack. <laughs> and we've invested in locks for the doors. Oh, my gosh. Right? <laughs> right? That's something we didn't oh. need until we got a, the kids got a little bit older. And then Brandon's like, 
I think we need a lock for on our door. And I'm, you know, that big airhead like, oh, really? I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. The the funniest things, like, you just, (laughs) it's like, and it's so funny because it's like kids can sense it. Oh, especially when they get older. Yeah. Well, not even that. Even when they're little, it's like you're trying to do anything and suddenly like, you know, like the kids in bed and or like it's early, early, early morning and they're not normally up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And suddenly just they'll start toddling in and you're (laughs) like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) mommy and daddy aren't dressed yet. Shut the door. (laughs) <laughs> it's like there's cookies on the counter go get them yeah. <laughs> you know it's a sign that mommy and daddy are getting busy when they tell you you can have cookies right? for breakfast <laughs> oh my gosh I remember one time I took Kane and I dropped him off to the sitter and I was like so he may be really like jazzed up because I don't know how many like cookies he had or cupcakes or whatever it was because like he got up my kids were both sleepers. Like they yep. were, they, they didn't wake up super early. And this morning he just happened and then like, and we're like just getting started. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was luckily still dressed and I, I ran out and I was like, just, just go have, it was, I don't know, cupcakes, cookies, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, just, just have these and go put, let's put a cartoon on. And so I told the sitter, I'm like, so yeah, he, he came in when we were just getting ready to fool around. And she's like, oh no, I've been there. I get it. And <laughs> she's just like, I do that to my kids all the time. I love that. That's my new thing now. You guys can have cookies for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and they're super pumped about it. But, you know, it's just and having especially when you live in a small house, because like we have a small house as well. And like it's just two bedrooms for four people. And um, it's it's just. <laughs> but you have a van. <laughs> we have a van. <laughs> the seats flip down. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We were talking about. um this the other day and I feel like this is the perfect time to bring it up so uh, I was at a bachelorette party oh yes and one of the um, things that they did was they interviewed the groom and they asked him questions and then she had to answer what it was so one of the things that I won't go into detail because I don't want to embarrass my (laughs) brother and his wife to be however one of the questions was what's the craziest place that you've ever had sex so of course they gave their answer and they nailed it they both had the answer like that but I got thinking about that and I was trying to think like what the craziest place (laughs) we'd ever had sex was and I'm like I mean like I don't think we're that vanilla, but I don't. I can't remember the craziest place you've ever had sex. You kind of get to a point where, especially when you have kids and you're just trying to like find time for each other like that intimately, and it's like you know what the bedroom works. Yeah, (laughs) I like to say the craziest place we've had sex is our sofa. Like, (laughs) but I was just like, no, like I really can't. That's that's going to be like my new goal is to be like, okay. Can I find a funky place place for us to do it? Like, Mm. have you, like, any crazy places? Like, (laughs) and, like, I'm kind of, like, narrowing this down to just Rick and Brandon (laughs) here. But, I mean, like, maybe I've had some crazy sex in other places with other people. Maybe we don't want to bring that up. I think I'd have to give it a ponder. But, but yeah. I know there's nothing that just, like, stands out at this point in my life. Like, because I just think, too... Well, because you and Brandon have been together since you were, like, really young. Yeah. Like, what, 20 was, or something? 21? I was 19. 19. 19 and, yes. like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I... This will be a... This will be a topic. Because, um, yeah, I... I met my ex-husband. I just turned 20. Mm-hmm. And then I was 26 when I left. Yeah. And then I met Rick, like, two years later. And... 
I don't know. It's really interesting. You kind of come into your 30s and it's like, but I think this will be a topic. Yeah, because like, you know, it's very your different. sexual like, awakening. Exactly. Because and... for me, like, I've been having sex with the same guy for the past 18 years. And where... that's evolved, though, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Like, it has. Like, there are different stages of our lives. Things have been different and whatnot. Like, not everything stays as crazy and... You know what I mean? Like spontaneous is what it is in the beginning. Like there comes a point where it's like that and then it fades into, okay, we're trying to procreate here. So sex almost becomes a little bit more of a to do thing. And then (laughs) there goes like there's some dry spells in there as well. Oh, my gosh. Right. And then it just kind of like, you know, it just yeah, it evolves. That's definitely it evolves. This is going to be a talk. I I like this. I'm excited to have this topic. (laughs) I love I love discussing this this. I love this discussion sex. with Courtney people. Courtney loves talking about sex. It's it's a really interesting conversation with people because I think owning our sexual pleasure is important. It's paramount to our, you know, if if you are someone who enjoys intimate sexual pleasure, um, you know, I, I think that's important to embrace that individually. It's such a huge, huge part of our lives. Like, massive. And we don't talk about it enough. This topic is totally evolved. Okay, I think... <laughs> We did it again. Okay, I think we need to uh, we need to put a pin in that, put a pin in it. and we're gonna come right back to it maybe in our next episode <laughs> because maybe. we're approaching we're approaching that time where we need to kind of wind things down. But let's just get back to the fact that like prioritizing your relationship with your partner <clears throat> should be number one, totally, and. Loving your kids, and it's it's not about not loving your kids. It's not about exactly. not. It's not about choosing your partner over your kids either. It's not like oh, my kid has baseball practice tonight. I'm not going to take him to baseball practice because me and my husband yeah. have a date. It's not. It's not about that. It's it's just about time. yes, it's exactly. In, it's ensuring that every day you choose your partner. Yes, you know, like. Every day I choose to try to be as good a mom as I possibly can. I need to also actively choose my partner every day. And what are some things that you all do with your partners that you find helps to encourage that connection and communication? And um, where are some things that you think you might need some help or guidance with? Yeah, exactly. Do you have to schedule in a date night? Do you have to schedule in to have sex? Like, what are you doing to kind of like keep that magic going? And if you're if you're not doing that, like. We challenge you to do that. Like, yeah. like just like the same way that you would schedule in your child's sporting event, schedule in a date night, schedule it. Date nights are overrated. To me, it's all about day dates because day dates, you get to go all day long and spend the whole day with your partner as opposed to having a time cap on them. Yeah. So if you can do choose a day date and like, it doesn't have to be this summer. Yes. Summers are busy and your kids are home. Wait till the kids are in school. And if you both have a day off when the kids get on the bus in the morning, just have the whole day to yourselves. Totally. And if you can't, if you can't schedule a day date until the kids are back in school, if you have children, you know, can you squeeze in a few hours in an evening exactly. or in the middle of the afternoon or first thing first in the morning. thing in the morning yeah, yeah. get up at 5 a.m watch the sunrise right? drink your coffee together those like... early mornings together before the kids get up like if yeah just yeah. <laughs> what are you doing to water your plants <laughs> <laughs> love it all right as usual you can find us at at empowering honesty on instagram to talk about sex. Let's get this over with. Start talking about sex. (laughs) We love you. Bye.